2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
1: Hello there. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Hopefully you're listening. Hopefully you're engaged. Hopefully you're almost as fired up as we are and you're like, OK, what do I do now? So, just one thing to circle back: We Heidi mentioned about um, an instance in the high school. If you have a project that might bring to light things that aren't going to make people happy, they're not going to make them feel proud of, you know, any things that happened historically, and that gets shut down, then what do you do? We're always whenever we're we're having bridge the divide meetings, or you know, it's always so. What do we do now? So what are what are things you could do about that? You could set up a meeting thinking you're going to be the only person. It's always hard to set mm-hmm. up a meeting and I'm going to tell you all that happened and you're going to say, "No, that's not what it is. It had nothing to do with race." Mhm. Mm, okay. Mhm. You know, but so what do you do? You have a you have a meeting, you have a discussion. Do you have to bring in friends because you're being gaslighted because right. that's what happens? You have to bring in five other people that can support your point to get to prove to somebody that something is not quite equitable or that the reasons
2: why you did something. I don't know.
1: What what else?
2: Voices. I mean, think yeah. about when the letter was written in Cedarburg. And yeah. A couple hundred people came out for, Holy cow. for the peace rally. Right. Yeah. And the mayor was there yeah. and, mm-hmm. and heard from a lot of voices mm-hmm. that we're not OK with this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I think the more voices that the schools hear mm-hmm. and other institutions who aren't particularly open to change mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. um, I, think, I think they need to hear more of us. And I think right. social media could be a tool, too. Right. Going
1: on, telling right. your story. Right. If not used as an attack. Yeah. Um, if, if used as a, a tool. It could right. be Used as a tool. And, and with um, what happened with uh, Shannon and Devin, and their letter that they received, even that, we got, we saw so much on social media saying, but that's not who we are. Well, okay, except that happened here in your town on your watch. So which is more important, that everybody knows it wasn't you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or that everybody pitches in to figure out how not to have that attitude be so pervasive because Mm -hmm. one letter is a representation of a thousand attitudes. Mm -hmm. Don't make the mistake of saying
2: there's one person that
1: thought like that. Everybody else does not. There are people that do. There are people that decide I'm not going to show my card. So I'm not going to write a letter that everybody knows, but in their actions, if they're, um, if there's a person of authority at the workplace, mm-hmm. or is it affecting how they hire people, who they hire, who gets promoted, how they interact with people that don't look like them? It's a bigger, broader thing. It's not that one thing.
2: Things are often done under the guise of something good. So mm-hmm. like in academics, we'll say we have equitable admission practices, mm-hmm. which means that if your history wasn't as equitable. Like if you grew up in the MPS Mm -hmm. school system and your writing is way poorer Mm -hmm. than somebody who grew up in a better school system, Mm -hmm. we're going to let the people who have the best scores in like, so you call it equity, equity. But it's actually to the detriment of people that didn't have the same opportunities growing up.
1: Right. Because equity would mean you go back and make sure everybody has Mm -hmm. the same opportunities. If it's about money, if it's about instruction, if it's about books, if it's about other opportunities, you go back and make sure it's all equal. You don't just dip your foot in the pond and go, okay, well, I did that one thing.
2: You didn't change the system. We've got to change the system. It's a systems <laughs> problem. It's a systems definition that we use for racism. Mm-hmm. It is not you wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood right, right. or saying mean things to people with different skin colors. Right. It is That is not racism. Right. It's systemic. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a systems problem. It needs systems fixes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a systems look at things is understanding the interrelatedness of Of the parts of a whole. Mm -hmm. It's not just looking at one thing. You have to have a systems perspective. And
1: you don't look at when you're, if you're researching, if you're truly researching how to fix something, you don't look at it today and go, aha, I know how it is. You've got to look back. The historical process, how it got that way, what things happened, because you have to dig down to change those things. You can't say that what happened in reconstruction, I'll bring that up because we're going to do a Zoom um, the final series of our Reconstruction series is going to happen this Sunday at five. Um, you have to look at what happened during Reconstruction and look at um, just how how the process happened. I how the sausage got made. Right? Some people need
2: some <laughs> people need the definition of that. I think um, Reconstruction.
1: Oh. So so reconstruction in 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 what we're watching we're watching a, a se- series called um, Reconstruction I think it's called America after the Civil War and uh, by Henry Louis Gates is the one that's doing this documentary and there was a period of time it was like twelve years or so um, in the late eighteen eighteen seventies eighteen sixties eighteen seventies where African Americans were. They were in legislature. They were, they had authority in how things, well, supposed, I guess, <laughs> authority in how things happened that they had never had before. That you have black people that are the senators, that are in the House of Representatives, that are, you know, owning some land, newly free from slavery some lockdown and sharecropping but owning land having stores building a life outside of the 250 years of you know no life Mm -hmm. of being owned and being property and that little glimpse of how things could have changed like permanently and then as soon as The people that were in power, as soon as the white majority could figure out how to shut that down and not let that grow, they did. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of that is physical violence. If you shoot the people who are going to grow up to be the senators and representatives and run the town, well, then they can't. You know, some of it is things that I feel like I see
2: now, very insidious. How you change the laws. Yeah, right. Like, Land ownership. They made it nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. They intimidated the what are the name of the soldiers? The land management, um, the the guys that went around to try to help establish land for African Americans, and then the white people were like intimidating those soldiers, right? Right. Those white soldiers, right? Um, right. The newspaper that the black woman, oh, what was her name? Oh, uh, was Ida so cool. Ida B Wells. Yes, Ida mm-hmm. Wells.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Again, having to stand up and say when you see wrong not once every time because if you do it once then people will say well it was just that one time it's not a big deal you have to do it every time and without support
2: we're just not that different now Mm -hmm. we just have other words and phrases and reasons for the way we redistrict voting rights you know maps or we're still doing everything under this false pretense of <laughs> what is it? What is the word? Ugh. Like, ci- like we're civilized and sophisticated, and mm-hmm. we're fair. Where, w- when we're not, I, have we made some progress? Sure. Yes. Sure. Yes, yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not that long ago—forty years—for some of these laws, like the end of the 1960s for fair housing. Right. right. And that's just a law that. It takes forever for the culture to change. Right. And the culture still hasn't changed right. all the way.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I don't know.
2: so fix it. Uh,
1: <laughs> There's the thing. Fix it in whatever you have a sphere of influence.
2: I mean, I think that's what we keep coming back to. Whatever that is. Where you work <laughs> with your kids, the people you talk to, that is how it's gonna change. Mm-hmm. If you are on government councils, great. Right, right. If you have a voice anywhere, use it. Mm-hmm. Use it to ask questions and to stimulate people's curiosity.
1: Right. Right. And and as a, a black woman, I know from daily experience challenging, asking questions, challenging a narrative, challenging a stance always gets me labeled the angry black woman. Mm. Just because I'm challenging what I see or what, what I hear, it doesn't mean I'm angry. I'm not an angry person. I am passionate. Mm-hmm. I am. I try to be very consistent, which I think comes across. It's, it's the nagging. It's the, why are you always calling that out? Because I have to. If you're not going to, mm-hmm. I have to call it out. And calling it out doesn't mean, That I'm saying you're not a nice person, that you're not a good person, that we don't live in a good town, Mm -hmm. that neighbors are generally friendly people. Okay, both and. It is that and there is this bad thing that happened and this ugly thing that happened and this conversation that I heard. You still have to call it out. And I think that the more consistently that we do that, the people who don't believe it to be true can then see Oh, that's like the fourth time I've heard that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's like, that's the third time that's happened here. Yep. So if you keep doing it and more people are doing it, calling it out, saying something about it, I think it will help people recognize it still can't control anybody. You don't know what they're going to do with that information. But, you know, I I never said that I could control anybody else. Mm-hmm. I can't control how you think. I can't control what you do. I can Control what I do, and I'm going to keep sharing the information and keep bringing it up and keep speaking truth to power.
2: That is what pioneers and tra- trailblazers always have to do. Yeah, you always you you see things before other people see them. Yeah, and that's that is a burden you have to carry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And thank you.
1: <laughs> Love you. High Love. five. Loves across the room. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So so, bringing up things that we have seen and heard, we talked about um, Shannon and Devon here locally. We talked about Ahmad Arbery in Georgia. There was um, another video. I did not get this man's name of a person that was delivering either furniture or appliances in a gated community, and uh, neighbors. One neighbor blocked the road and stopped and just said you know I just want to know how you got in here what are you doing I'm driving a delivery truck and I'm delivering stuff well how'd you get in Mm -hmm. the same way everybody else who gave you the code like why why is that okay behavior I think that's a different we're not talking about when you see somebody commit a crime I see you shoplift in the store." And I feel like I want to confront you and that person will not be me. But somebody (laughs) may want to confront you to say, I saw that you took that thing and that's wrong and I demand that you put it back. Um, Again, it's a call the police if you think somebody has done something wrong. I still think that you watch and you pay attention and you, you know, to make sure that things go the way they're supposed to go, to be a a, um, a witness, to be an ally, to make sure that everything is going well. But you don't stop a truck that's in your neighborhood because there's a big black guy in the truck and go, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? You mean what am I doing with my uniform on in my delivery truck, delivering, doing my job? Yeah, that. And then have another person show up. Yeah, well, all you have to do, you know, listen, dumb black man to the smart white man telling you mm. all you have to do is give me the information I want and we'll let you go Le- what do you mean let me go from doing my job and you're right. unlawfully stop. what do you I don't understand and I think that's what gets me so 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 fired up you had absolutely no right to stop him you had absolutely no right to demand those uh, answers from him and he had absolutely all the right to not answer them right I'm not doing anything wrong why do I have to answer your your questions because what you need to let me go I'm working doing my job and I think that one ended up thankfully thankfully I'm so grateful that it was the person that he delivered to finally showed up and told them that he received a li- delivery and that it was okay to let that guy go and then they moved and um moved their car from in front of him and he was able to to drive out. So that's nice. Mm. Uh, you know, do you want me to listen to people to say, yeah, well, at least everything was fine. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. That's where the outrage is. It shouldn't have happened. You should not have to defend yourself for doing your job because somebody doesn't think you belong there. And you say it's not about race. I mean, was this the first the first ever delivery truck in that neighborhood? Right. Or was it the first time that people are on heightened alert and see a black guy pulling up in a truck and are nervous?
2: It's just every day, as a black person in America, you have to face things that white people don't have to face. In in every way, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Every way. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I think that's one of the big things that w- the reason why I agree to tell stories, the reason why I agree to, to speak out sometimes is to get people to understand that. I am not negating your experience any more than the next person, but I need you to know that our experiences are different. The skin that I live in gives me a different experience than you've had. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you things, unless you have a reason to think that I as a person am not trustworthy, honest, um, then why would you not believe something that I tell you? And I think that's why I keep talking, because I don't see an instant reaction that says, ooh, Erica said it, it is so, let's go change the world. I mean, that'd be nice. We can try that out. That, I might tell myself that, it makes me feel better every now and again. But the reason why I keep talking is really praying that somebody hears it, that that it clicks. If it only clicks with 10 people, mm-hmm. that's 10 more people than it clicked with yesterday. And then when the next thing happens, maybe they'll see it with a different set of eyes. And maybe that will be because we talked about it a little bit and they had some of the some of the uh, awareness Mm-hmm. That they didn't have before. And that's why I keep doing it, because it otherwise it's really, really frustrating. There's not a change that you see. There's not some instant, see, look, we fixed racism. All done. You don't see that change. It's just it's a constant, but maybe a couple more people will see or hear something in a different way because we had the conversation.
2: That's, maybe a, lot, not. that's a lot of a lot of work you're willing to do for s- small amounts of change mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. B- probably because you know that if nothing is done, it will not change. Mm-hmm. But day after day, that probably gets really tiring. Yeah. I know. I Just mean, I bit. watch you. <laughs> I watch the pace at which you do things.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Yes. Yes. And and there is, um, for right now, there is enough energy, there is enough support there is enough minute change mm-hmm. that I can see that allows me to keep doing it I can't I can't say for how long that would be right you know because how long do you really the definition of insanity yeah doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over again expecting a different result how long do you do it? Mm-hmm. you either break your head through the wall, And now your head's broken or you just stop and walk away because it's too much. You just get too tired, burned
2: out. Yep. Hmm. Yep. We are in it with you.
1: I like it. I'll take it. I'll take it.
2: Um, Should I do a plug for book club? Ooh, book club. Yes. So I've invited on Facebook and in our newsletter, um, this Thursday night, May 21st at 7 p.m., we are going to do a Zoom book club on the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks, mm-hmm. and it's the story of the HeLa cells um, that were taken from Henrietta when she was, she was full of cancer, and without her permission, some cells were taken from her body, and they ended up being immortal cells, meaning they just kept dividing and kept dividing, and scientists took them, and they have been used all over the world for all kinds of things. Um, but there's a lot of, just a lot of justice issues in the book. What is it, you know, what did it mean to be a black person without a voice Mm -hmm. in the fifties and then beyond like her, the profits of these cells have been, I don't, I I haven't gotten to the numbers yet, but I'm anticipating they're going to be really high Mm -hmm. Um, because Mm -hmm. these cells have been used for all sorts of, research scientific research and the family was never told about things and just you know hearing their story and where they came from and issues of race and just it's a really powerful story I'm mm-hmm. only maybe halfway through but I will be done by Thursday okay and, and leading the discussion for us Thursday night so we'd love to have any of you join yes. even if you can only read about the book and you want to just jump it, in it will and,
1: still be good conversation mm-hmm. you don't have to have read the entire thing to participate Right, so but you do have to let us know. You've got to send us an email, mm-hmm. and we're emailing you out the um, the Zoom
2: link at bridge the divide, Seberg, yep at gmail.com
1: That's us. Mm-hmm. What else are we doing? We are we're doing Bridge the Divide reads. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, to that same email, we are looking for folks that want to read part of a story. We're we're new kind of foraying into reading books online and and um so we you can't read the entire story to us but if you can pick out your favorite parts and and read to us because we're still in the land of isolation and quarantine and um we would typically be doing a book drive around this time. Every year we've been doing a book drive. So this was kind of our um, our consolation prize that we can it, have people enjoy seeing folks read books um, and if you send it to us at the the email address bridges of divide seaberg at gmail.com we can um, put that on our facebook page and at some point we'll get it to our website yeah i don't know for an it person i can't always do ITE stuff what's e it, IT. ITE, it ish it like stuff
2: I just didn't get the E. Okay. Uh-uh. I can't do any of it. it makes <laughs> I've only had brain, one
1: cup of coffee.
2: <laughs> it makes my brain shut off. Hey, it's free today at Fiddle Hut's. Coffee? Yeah.
1: So what? They, so we can all go
2: in there at the same time? Outside. It's outside. You go up to uh, the window. Okay. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: No,
2: you go up to the window and just say, I want my free coffee right there. Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: I do that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's um I don't know that anyone knows we're doing this right now. Oh. And that's why we're not getting live. Yeah,
1: nobody's calling. I know people have opinions. We had 12 listeners. Okay. That's good.
2: We'll I take that. If they stayed, we'll see.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, the, good thing, them off. the good thing is this is still a podcast, so we'll mm-hmm. still get um the entire um the entire thing downloaded and it'll be on the CPL Uh, website it'll be on the Facebook page and then we'll get it on the Bridge the Divide website so people can listen it's
2: been a while and people you know if yeah
1: and it's the middle of the
2: day yeah I mean I had to take
1: off work right (laughs) so I wouldn't have typically been listening at nine o'clock either
2: (laughs) people I mean we've been a little out of the loop yeah due to all the things yeah yeah but we're back yeah we're trying to figure out engage figure out some consistency here but right too much to think about and talk about. Um, do we want to leave with Brianna or Yeah,
1: yeah. No, let's let's talk about what happened with
2: her. Yeah. So she, um, I gotta get my story. I don't know straight. what state.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what state that that was. She she was an m was because she also has now been. Oh, it was Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky.
2: Okay. Um, she was shot fatally in her home at the hands of the Louisville Police Department. Mm-hmm. Um. And she wasn't alone. So the, the police were going to do a, a no-knock search warrant where they just go in the house.
1: Oh, you can do that?
2: I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, and I I guess there was some drug, mm-hmm. some questions about drugs and her house. Like mm-hmm. if somebody, like there was another house that had a lot of drugs made mm-hmm. or the question was, were the drugs and and or money being stored at her house okay uh but she is an emt um was an emt was, mm-hmm. was an emt um her boyfriend uh 27 year old gentleman let's see and it was kenneth walker okay his name. and
1: i think that he um is kentucky in open carry state so he had a weapon
2: in, the, in his home. In her home, with, you know, he was mm-hmm. with there with her. Right. Mm-hmm. And the police come in. Mm-hmm. The police say they knocked. The family. They knocked for the no knock warrant? Uh huh. <laughs> and the, and the, um, right? <laughs> Erica's laughing. Sorry. And said something. And mm-hmm. the family and um, witnesses said no. Mm-hmm. And then when they stormed into the home, they were not in uniform. Hmm. They were plain clothes, mm-hmm. and he thought that they were being burglarized, mm-hmm. and so he shot a police officer that he mm-hmm. thought was an intruder, mm-hmm. and then they let fire. Mm-hmm. Like
1: just three, three officers, right? I th- I want to say it was three that well, three that are on leave. So I don't know if all three fired.
2: Yeah, three but, are on leave now. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: all the all the shots in all the directions. They said there were bullets everywhere, and yeah, she had like eight. Yep. She got shot eight times and she was, I think she was in the bed. I don't know if she was asleep. She was in the bed and, and she got shot eight times.
2: And he is now in trouble for potential felony or um, Uh shooting, uh, murdering a police officer.
1: The police officer died?
2: No, wait, wait. Shooting. Sorry. Shooting. I
1: feel like we would have heard more about it if the police officer died.
2: Attempt, I think it was like attempted murder. Okay.
1: All right, so I'll find the. So here we have, I, I'm there. There are folks that are much more fans of weapons than I am,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but you are in your home with a weapon that presumably you have the right to own in your home at nighttime. I mean, if she was an EMT, she could have been working night shift and it was daytime, so I'm not sure, but. Someone that comes into your house that has not identified themselves as police, not dressed as police, and you are afraid for your life, oh, say it ain't so, mm. and you shoot <laughs> interesting so so the couple of things that I have that I struggle with and and just because I struggle with them doesn't mean everybody does doesn't mean I'm right, I like to think I'm right some of the time, but this this story, if it happened to someone that was a suspected drug dealer in Cedarburg who was white in a white neighborhood and the police are coming in, is there any difference in the level of care, the level of... I don't know, accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like, would you come into Cedarburg and shoot up a house? Right. W- would Would you do that? Um, if, if that area, even if it's an area that has high drug activity, mm-hmm. right? If you've come into somebody's house and they fear for their life and they shoot, how is that any different than you saying that you that someone else came into the house and they feared for their lives and they shot. It's not outside. It's not, I think I saw you do something a little while ago and I'm gonna pull a weapon on you. You you came into the house. And and like always, we don't have all the details, so I don't I don't presume to know everything that happened and all of the details. But if
2: you took, put the two stories we talked about today together with Ahmad and the white guys were given a benefit of the doubt for shooting. Mm-hmm. The black guy, yep. no. Yep. So that, that right, I mean, a few different details. Sure. 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 Yeah. yeah. However, it's just the relationship of the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. especially to black men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just.
1: <laughs> and I've talked about that benefit of the doubt. Right. So many times before. It's just a, whether you are consciously thinking it, whether it's just a fleeting thought that comes through your mind do you honestly truly if you don't say it outside to anybody else if you say it to yourself do you honestly give a black person the same benefits of the doubt that you give a white person in the same situation You know, I do. You really? It's. I mean, because that's that's what we say when we're talking about how we can see we whoever is looking at an inequity and say we see that these things aren't like the. They're not the same. They're not like each other. They're not handled the same way. You've got to honestly ask yourself if this. would if the roles were reversed? If the same thing would happen?
2: Mm-hmm. If you've done no self-examination. It's hard, it's hard to believe that you don't have some disparity in the way you view the different colors because, just because of the way our institutions are in America. They mm-hmm. have not been set up to examine our history well and to examine our bias as well. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't work through racial identity frameworks with each other. Typically we don't, we don't figure out what race means in our life unless mm-hmm. you're like an African-American studies in college mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. so why w- like just be honest with yourself mm-hmm. you probably don't mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. and I'm reading a lot of stuff mm-hmm. it's because you've been socialized a certain way so what do we do about that mm-hmm.
1: first first of all admitting it doesn't all of a sudden make you a bad person You know, we talked before about the whole good-bad binary. If I am a good person, all I do is good. If I'm a bad person, all that I do is bad. That's not true. Mm -hmm. That's not true at all. You have people who do 80% of the things they do in their lives are good things, and these other couple of things are just, oh, that's not so good. That doesn't change who you are overall. But in my opinion, a, a big issue is, If you're such a good person, why won't you examine this? What are you afraid to see that you won't even stop for a minute and take a look? Mm -hmm. Take a look at the history. Take a look at evidence that a person of color has painstakingly laid before you in a way that they don't need to because you need to do your own research, you need to do your own reading, you need to figure things out for yourself. But when someone has taken time to lay it in front of you and say, can you just look at this? Let's just talk about this. And you turn tail and run the other way. What is that saying? What is that? I'm not going to chase behind you and call you a racist because it's not what I do. But, but what does that say? If I say, I think things are inequitable. I think that there's a problem here. Let's look at it and talk it through. And you won't even talk to me about it. Mm-hmm because what I'm race baiting or I'm trying to get to a truth that you don't want to see. Right. So if you go the other way, you don't have to see it. And then if you don't see it, you don't have to fix it. Right. It's easier. It's a lot easier <laughs> for that person. <laughs> right. Not for right. the system. Right. And if that yeah. person is in the majority and the, the two, three, five people that are trying to get you to open your eyes a little bit are in the minority, then, you know, there's more of us than them.
2: That is why it's we taking all, so long <laughs> that's why for America to change. So
1: <laughs> it's not us, it's them. Really? Let's talk about that, shall we? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to keep doing what we do. We're going to read books together. Mm-hmm. We're going to have conversations about things that we see, you know, talking about Ahmaud Arbery, talking about Breonna Taylor. That we don't have all of the information. We're not trying to be judge and jury, but what we're trying to do is get you to open your eyes to other parts of those stories that you previously weren't willing to consider. Mm-hmm. It, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to find people to talk to that some that have the same, the same philosophy or the same viewpoint, so that you don't get tired. Mm-hmm. fighting all the time but you also have to talk to people that don't necessarily agree with you so that you can get some perspective mm-hmm. that perspective is not gained by an echo chamber
2: i just imagine that for black america these stories are in the hundreds mm-hmm. and they they're just carrying these stories they're imprinted Mm-hmm. On their souls, like past for generations. Generations. Generational trauma. I mean, that's something else we want to talk about in the future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're just carrying these stories. Mm -hmm. And so to have (laughs) white people, you know, jump in, I run for a mod 2.3 miles. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. But don't leave. Mm -hmm. Don't leave the conversation. Right. Right. Walk. Right. We have to walk together.
1: If that was enough to get you to jump in the conversation, great. Don't stay. Mm
2: Mm-hmm hmm. Stay and, and feel the burden with we have to do it together. Right. Um,
1: and it's not going to be pretty.
2: Mm-mm.
1: It's not going to be comfortable and you might get your feelings hurt. I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's OK, though. It's you know, we, it's we, OK. We can come back from it. Right? right. We can come. We can come back from it. We can. If you don't ever engage we're not going to get anywhere. If you engage and it stings and then you re-engage and then it stings and then you re-engage, we can get somewhere. We can make some progress. To peel back the layers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Stand. So that's all. That's I mean, you nope. know, just little stuff. It's fine.
2: It's now we're just going to go about our day.
1: No big deal. <laughs> I'm going to get some free coffee. <laughs> one th- no big one deal. One thing to look forward to. Another Friday morning mm-hmm. where we cured racism. Check. Whoop. Done.
2: Bonzo. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about where we're going. Yeah. I'm excited about things that I'm working on mm-hmm. and things that you're working on mm-hmm. and how I you can just see how things maybe can could take off. Mm-hmm.
1: What does that look like for us in the last just couple minutes? We'll be wrapping up here soon. What does growth look like for us? It's not necessarily numbers, although numbers are nice, right? If you if you can bring in, uh, you know, the producers, like, how about you bring in some numbers? You know, the more people that are listening, the more people that might engage. The more people that show up for a meeting or for an event or for a book club or Mm -hmm. for a discussion, the more might get engaged. But but what else? Mm -hmm. Is is it just different people? I I don't feel like we have I mean, we're in Cedarburg and we talk about Cedarburg and we engage around Cedarburg. But I don't know that Cedarburg, like as a, a government or a police station or a school, you know, the systems that we talked about. I don't know how engaged we are with them. Is growth, even if it's one or two people, a continual conversation? If we're talking to the mayor, the police chief, the principal, the superintendent,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, is that growth for us connecting and talking? What What else does growth look like?
2: I mean, for me, it would be we can have those conversations mm-hmm in places and be okay with the hardness of it. Yeah. Especially in schools. To me, it's our kids. This is where we're going to change a lot is if we raise a generation of kids that sees it. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we are so focused on positivity to the point right. where you can't have self reflection, right? Like we can't do this because that's not positive. Right. But you're preventing real conversations that kids need to have because that's the world out there.
1: And you do want them, you want them to have that in Mm. this secluded, we're not secluded, but sometimes it feels like it, you know, in this small town with people that you know, love, and trust. And have those kind of conversations and understanding before you get out into a big, big world, yeah, that's going to be a lot harder for all other reasons, right <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> so if you're a, a teenager, if you're graduating from high school, if you're you know en- engaged here, it seems like it would be an, an easier transition to learn a bit and grow a bit and expand a bit here in the right. small place before you get out to a big place where. You're going to get, you know, lost comparatively. Yeah,
2: I think it would be that ha- people okay with h- hard conversations and then also people owning some of their own work. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's don't wait for Bridge the Divide to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Learn at Bridge the Divide and then figure out ha- where you could fit in. Mm-hmm.
1: And bring it back and then and share then, with yeah. the other people mm-hmm. because I guarantee there's five more people
2: going, well, what could we do? Right. Oh,
1: you did that? Can we join in doing mm-hmm. that? Can we, you know? Yeah, I yeah. think that's great.
2: So sharing the burden.
1: Yeah. And and, and we're going to try it in some different ways. We always I love the podcast. We're going to try to see about gathering from stories. I know that people won't always show up in a big forum.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They, If they do show up, they may sit quietly. They're not willing mm-hmm. to speak out. In a, but maybe in their homes or in a, a place where they're just a couple of people, they're going to be willing to tell us a story. Mm-hmm. Good story, bad story. You know, you've been in Cedarburg for 50 years. You're telling me that every story that you've had in Cedarburg has always been good. And yeah. there's never been any kind of racism that you've seen or felt.
2: No, Erica got a recording device. We just have to figure out how we to use it. <laughs> and then it. And then it can go home. We really are smart people. I swear we are. Ish, smart-ish. <laughs> but yeah, so we, yep. want a, we want a collection of stories. Yep.
1: Um, we want to talk to kids
2: oh I love kids
1: we want to talk to the parents about kids because that Mm -hmm. may be something this is this is a place where people are very invested in their
2: children yes like myself yeah do anything for my kids
1: so is it that we talk to some of those parents about how they can do Mm -hmm. these things with their kids maybe they're sitting on the other side nodding going yep I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Wait, how do I do that? What do I do? Yeah. Well, well we can maybe we can help with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of it can be with the the kids directly of different ages. Some of it is with the parents.
2: Yeah, that's something we've been thinking a lot about. Because I, I there's probably some curriculum somewhere, but we right. can we come up with some sort of kid focused talks and some educational and play and, and yeah.
1: whatever, however is however it works
2: it's on the list
1: there's a big list there's a long list (laughs) and I think we would like to um have something over the summer where we feel kind of everybody is relaxed a bit everybody is healthy don't Mm -hmm. come to anything we invite you to if you're not healthy um but that we can engage again like In person, face to face, we've been talking to um, Emerald from Diverse Dining to try to figure out if we can have some kind of community meal. We've got to figure out how to heal from some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And even if it didn't happen to you, even if you weren't involved, these are all pain points that just build up and build up. And we've got to do the healing parts together together and and that may be one of the things we try to do this summer so we can see all of your faces. What is something I saw. I want to I want to squish your face. Mm. I wanna see your
2: face. It sounds like something Bethany would say. Y- yes. I'm
0: sure Erica's it is. daughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am sure it would be. But yeah, so we we want to do all these things and um you know, things aren't free. Things need they need money, they need time, they need resources to help us do it. So we invite all of you to kind of join in. We're on Facebook at bridge the divide community we are on instagram although a lot less at bridge the divide podcast uh, website bridge the divide life have i said bridge the divide enough did you know this was bridge the divide <laughs> um is that all we i think that's where we are and email bridge the divide seaberg at gmail.com so we invite you to join in thank you so much for listening coming on this ride. Thank you. Thanks to the library. It's good thanks to, be back. to. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks to CPL Radio. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. All right. Until next time, folks, have a good day. Have a great weekend.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.